of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. You feel all right? I feel fine. Perfect. Good, Never good, felt good, better. Good, good, good. We were worried about you. Well, don't worry about me. I'm okay. Uh, just the old run-of-the-mill bug, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a time when getting sick was like a thing. It was like, uh, I'm sick. W- what's wrong with me? Should I go to the doctor? I mean, of course, I didn't go to the doctor because right. I don't like doctors. But as I get older, I'm just sick. Just sick, like it's yeah. like that Louis C.K. thing. Well, like, so like now, I think before I would have just come in, but now after that, COVID, it's like if you're thing. sick, just don't go in. Yeah, that's the other thing. Now, if you show up to work sick, and I don't think they people look down on it. I feel like they used to look down on it. I'm like, surprised. You know, if you go in sick, someone's going to wally pip you. But now it's like, man, I, well, I don't have to struggle through that. I don't know why that mentality changed, but it did. Well, but, like, man, I don't feel good. I felt horrible Saturday and Sunday. I don't feel better today. I think it's because people were scared of COVID. And so right. it was like, you know, you got to do everything. You're wearing masks, you're social distancing, you're doing all this stuff. And so, of course, you didn't come to work sick. Right. I thought all that stuff that, that was going on during the pandemic that went away and kind of went back to normal, I thought for sure we would get back to going back to work sick. You also kind of feel bad about it. Uh, what do you mean? I, I mean, I do. So, like, I, I didn't feel good, whatever the case may be, but you don't know what it is. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to come, you know. I don't want to come here and give whatever I got to you. Like, you're more aware of it. Like, I don't want to come here and give whatever I got to you so that you can give it to your governor. Snow Cone can give it to his kid. It's just kind of like, I don't know why it opened our eyes to it, because three years ago, I just come and be like, I don't know, if you get it and your kid get it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Stuff goes around. Right. And I think it was, to me, in my mind, just that, and I know people can argue about it or not. I'm just telling you how it clicked in my head, was that death total. Yes. And as they kept scrolling up, like I'm like, these are Civil War numbers. Whether you believe in COVID or not, a ton of people died. Right. That you can't deny. Right. And so, you know, what it was from, who knows? Uh, you can argue about it or not. I don't care. I don't mean to get in that debate. But the idea being, well, I, before I thought I just gave you a cold. Now I'm like, what if I came in sick and... Snow Cone's kid got sick. Like, that's not worth it. Yeah. Like, you guys could do the show without me a few times, more than a For few sure times that, a year. You know what I mean? For sure, that was, I mean, the the idea that you could die and, and not knowing, that was all a huge part of it. And maybe this part was just me, but at least for me, I think there was part of me that thought if I didn't feel good, if I had a cold, uh, you know, whatever those flu-like symptoms, you, 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 you got body aches, maybe you had the slightest fever, especially though that those cold symptoms where you're sniffling, you're sneezing, yeah. your head is all, sinuses are jam-packed. I think I always thought, am I really going to give this to someone, though? I right. know germs Well, you're right. Now we know we real, do, right? right? And so it was kind of this like, but what are the odds that I – and then even if I came to work – with a sinus infection, and then you ended up sick a few days later. Right. I think there was part of me that thought, 
He was probably going to be sick anyway. Right. Right. He was just going around. Did I actually give it to him? Once we started learning about contact tracing and all these terms that we'd never heard of, people wearing masks indoors, you started to realize, oh, right. I mean, I know they taught us in school that that's how this works. But suddenly, I think everyone looked at you when you were sick like, dude, you're going to get me sick. Right. Right. Whether it was at work or anywhere in public. I'm shocked that that has kind of stuck around. And I'm sure some people say, well, at my work now, it seems like people come to work You have to go back. I get it. For the most part, at least here, I think if you came to work, especially if you had some sort of sinus thing, if you were coughing and sneezing, I think they would say, yo, you're feeling okay. Whereas before, like, you're feeling all right. Oh, that's right. that's too bad. Hope you get to feeling better. Well, have a good day. We'll see you in the meeting later. Right. Right now, it's like, you should go home. Right. There's a lot more of that. And I actually just saw something where people were talking about um, the early days of the pandemic, which it still shocks me. Anytime I see... So I was just watching something last night uh, on TV, some documentary, and they were talking about it being late 2021. And I see them wearing masks. I'm like, all right, late 2021. So, you know, the pandemic started at the beginning of 2020. It's so hard to believe that it's 2023. It's almost right. summer of 2023. And that it's been that long since you and I first came in and sat down alone like, dude, there's nobody here. Right. It's just amazing that that much time has gone by. And I know that most things have gone back to normal, but they were talking about things that the weird things from the beginning of the pandemic. You know, what were some of those weird things that you remember from the start of the pandemic? Because it's been long enough now that maybe you kind of forgot about right. some of it. Now, the going to work sick thing, like you said, some of that stuff stuck around. But so the obvious one, one that I can't imagine anyone forgetting, this is something you'd have to tell your kids if they didn't live through it, because anyone who lived through it would remember, is the paper, the toilet paper shortage. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not something I forgot. Like, oh, and yeah. grocery stores just being empty. Yeah, it was just, and it was all anybody remember talked that? about like grocery stores like yep. it's hard to believe now but like you know there's no chicken right it was what the supply how does a pandemic was, stop chicken it started with toilet paper there was a bunch of theories yeah. about why it was toilet paper the most interesting one i heard was that it was because toilet paper a lot of people buy it in these big huge packages so only a few big packages take up a lot of shelf space mm. so there's not a lot of it out there so if if everyone decides to buy one pack that day it right. can make the store look empty relatively quickly i don't know if there's any truth there if they looked into that or not but it was just that thing that once we saw it was running low we went well right so i need it no but i will in a, in a week two weeks maybe well that's the other thing like more. if you buy it it's not something that you're not going to use Right, exactly. You know you're going to need it anyway. Right, so if I have extra, if I just put big, uh, huge amounts in my basement in storage, that's not a bad thing. The only reason I didn't buy more is because, uh, and it's not like I was really trying. I wasn't going online searching everywhere, but the store was out of it. And And I had enough. And it basically lasted me until they started to get stuff back in stock. But there was a while there where it, there, it was not on store shelves. We yeah. still, though, by the way, there's still a lot of weird supply chain stuff that we've just accepted now as normal. Like the idea that your prescription, they're like, yeah, your prescription, we don't know when we're going to get it. Uh, yeah, there's a shortage. A and I don't think pre-pandemic we would have been outraged. This is America. What are you talking about? There can't be a shortage of this. We'll fix it. And, or you'd be mad at the store. And that's another thing, too, is the the stores have changed, some of them at least, and I said prescription. I'll go back to it with pharmacies. Uh, you see stuff still to this day online. People complaining about the lines being longer. They can't keep people working there. They're overworked. Now, I uh, fortunately haven't had to go to the hospital recently, but I've heard that the hospitals really never got back to normal. I will say I went to the about. emergency room not too long ago, mm-hmm. and they did not put me in a room. Mm-hmm. So they had like little cubicles out in the waiting area, and the nurse came and saw me, and then they brought me in the back, 
and there was just people lined up against the walls. It looked like the middle of the pandemic. I was yeah. like, wow. Like, they never took me into a room. It's crazy. Never. I haven't been, like I said, but I've, I've read that. It, basically, it just sounds like it hasn't ever gone back to the way it was. Right. Now, it's better, obviously, than when they had tents set up outside, but the, it just never went back. Something, okay, I did forget about this, the things that we kind of forgot about from the beginning of the pandemic, was the sourdough bread starter trend. Remember when people were making oh, yeah. bread at home? Yeah. I just remember, I remember Jake Gyllenhaal going on... Because well, remember the the TV shows, they had to broadcast from home. So Colbert and those guys were doing their shows basically yeah. over Zoom. I remember the first person I saw talking about it was Jake Gyllenhaal with Stephen Colbert. And I thought it was just some weird thing that he was doing. Now he's bored. Then I started to see a lot of people talking about making bread at home. I guess specifically it was sourdough. People trying to figure yeah, out how to remember, make bread. Yeah, they were people making bread for sure. It was such a weird thing. And it was just one of those. I mean, look, we all thought at the beginning, like, hey, we're going to have some time off um, or at least some downtime. We'll pick up a hobby. We'll do that thing. And most of us didn't. But I guess no. some people really got into uh, making bread. Tiger King. You were like some of those people who did do something with their time. Though. You're like, man. Like when you see it on the internet, the guy's like, I always wanted to build a guest house in my backyard. Mm-hmm. So I just spent the pandemic building. And you're like, okay. Yep. I mean, it's awesome. It is. And I th- and I thought about all the things I was going to do. I just figured. Had a list of things a I was going to fix. Didn't do anything. Yep. No. Nothing. Not, nothing changed. Well, nothing. I guess I did watch Got better more TV. at video games. Yeah. I watched more TV, which gets to the next one on the list, which was the, the sudden overnight massive success of Tiger King. Not that that show wouldn't have been a success anyway, but because everyone was stuck at home and it came out. We watched it as a community. We all watched it as a country together. All right, together at the same time. And there was just... And Michael Jordan's documentary. Michael Jordan's documentary, too. You know, the I think Tiger King just happened to hit right there at the at the very beginning, and so that became the one. And, and I do think that that documentary would have been big, and I think it still could have been part of the zeitgeist and the yeah, sequels course. and all that stuff. That's totally possible. But <coughs> the fact that it was... you. There's lots of things that come out that are good that people are talking about. Succession is a good example. Sure. Snowcone, you're always asking, why don't you watch Succession? God, so good. There's things like that. With Tiger King, there really wasn't anyone that you ran into who was like, I haven't seen it. There were and so people few not watching people. it at the same time. Right, everyone. So when you say you watch it. Succession, you're like, yeah, but I'm three episodes behind. Yeah. I'm all caught up. I'm in the fourth season. Like Tiger King was like, we all watched it at the same exact time. Yep, yep, and we all so we could all discuss it at the same yep. exact time. The other one, and I won't forget this, was when. Gal Gadot, am I saying her name right? Gal Gadot, you, yeah. Okay, Gal Gadot. Oh, uh, yeah. When her and those celebrities sang Imagine, oh, my God. that did not go over well. And I'm sure she's like, I wish people would forget that. Her and everyone right. that was in that. Honestly, I only remember Kristen Wiig. Will Ferrell. Oh, Will Ferrell was in it? Wasn't Mark Ruffalo? I don't, you know Mark, what? I don't want to throw names out there if they weren't in it. Like, no, I was not in that a thing. A lot of people. But yeah, that did not go over well at no, all. And of course, I understand Like, if you're in that world and you've got money and your friends all have money but you just you'd think that someone a publicist an assistant somebody would be like whoa 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 whoa. hey things are you know some people are really worried about not having enough money to pay their rent and all these things and you're singing the song in your mansion right and and everyone can see your mansions you know you're you're all imagine this no Mm. problems basically like yeah there's no problems for you so you don't get to film for a while but you guys look to all be very financially 
you know, well off and, and uh, okay. It was just a sense of like, what's the celebrities come together and save the public and give them well, something? No, I think they wanted like, us to be part of it too. I think they were inviting us to say, "Hey, let's all be nice to one another." But we I were think that's like, what they were trying to do. It, it, it just it came just off went over like a lead balloon. Came off crash. I yeah, because you're know? like, no, guys, we're not in the same boat though, because you right. guys are literally in your Malibu mansions, right. and we're trying to figure out how we're going to pay rent. Uh, the Zoom parties for for like. Birthday parties and graduations and all that stuff. People and just I doing still, parties over Zoom. Still kick myself in the ass for not buying stock or yeah, because when before the pandemic hit, but there was people talking about it. Right, our friend, the conspiracy theorist who manages the bands. Right, mm-hmm. well before you know, it was just kind of being written up on the internet or whatever. We were talking about, I was like, what do you think? I called him because he's a conspiracy theorist. I was talking to him. So he's like, this, 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 and this. And before he hung up the phone, now think about this, I had never heard of it. Before he hung up the phone, he said, buy stock and Zoom. Yeah. And I said, what the hell is that? He goes, some uh, software thing that my girlfriend uses to talk to her friends without leaving the house. They have cocktail parties and stuff. And that was in LA. And I was like, what? He's like, I don't know, man. Uh, Chicks are logging on to this thing and talking to each other without having to go to each other's house and having drinks. And I was like, okay, dude. And I hung up. And that, I mean... Right. And also, the technology already existed. I can't, Im- like, I can't imagine how much money he made. It was weird. Right. That, that was Skype. You had Skype. You had Microsoft Teams. Yeah. You had, yeah, you uh, had Google Meet. You had uh, FaceTime, for that yeah. matter. I, I just, never heard of Zoom until the pandemic. Right. And then suddenly, with the pandemic, it was like Zoom became was, yeah. the default. All Zoom was like, we already had this with other ones for a while. Someone else said when restaurants started selling groceries. I don't know what they're talking about. Were I, restaurants selling groceries? They weren't to me. Okay. Because it was like, well, if that happened and I knew about it, I definitely did forget, but I don't remember anything don't about restaurants selling groceries. Uh, it says learning to recognize people when you could only see the top of their face. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean you're talking about masks, I and think I think I much. think for me the thing was I'm so used to being able to look at someone like a, you pass a stranger and you don't realize how much your body language or how much thought I guess is going into that body language. Just kind of automatically you're you're turning and then it's hey. I'm not uh, mean mugging you. I, right. Half a smile or whatever. How are you today? You don't have no, to I say never, anything. I never really noticed that, to be honest with you. Just, you know. See, I, I, I did, thought you could always be, you know, you could tell if people were friendly behind that mask, their eyes, or you could tell if they were staring at you. You could tell if people. I've, I kind of thought I would still do it. You know, instinctually, I would smile or whatever, give the. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I, I think your eyes kind of are. You could tell the. I don't know. Well, see, that I. That seemed to be like a big thing that people would say your kids aren't going to be able to pick up on. You know, as they wear the mask to school, yeah. they're not going to be able to pick up on face. And I'm like, I think they can see through, mm. you know, an aggressive stance, a mad stance, or a happy stance with just the mouth covered. I, you know, yeah, the- hell, it may even make them better at the, better at it. They get to see other cues, you know, the eyes or the hands or mm-hmm. you know where they are. I thought that was a real thing that they, you know, when they were like, kids can't wear masks to school. I yeah. felt like that was a, you know, their big selling point. Yeah, I, and for me at least, I did. That was the thing that that I thought of. I didn't have to worry too much about recognizing someone. I felt like I could still recognize right. someone. It was the little just with passing a stranger in the gas station, like, oh, I don't wait, what? But I, I mean, obviously, I wasn't overthinking. It's just wow. I never. You don't think about that every day um, because it's just such an easy, simple, and, and and it's such a huge part of your day. You do it constantly. Remember watching Korean baseball? Korean baseball. Mm-hmm. The other one was every single commercial. 
that was on at the t- at the beginning of that pandemic had that music, that somber music, and then it would say, "We're all in this together." Oh yeah, I mean that was every ad. That We're all quick. in this together. That was really quick. Yeah, and so you know a lot of that stuff. Yes, now it's hard to remember, but right. but some of that stuff, like you said, being sick. That stuck around. Some of those supply chain shortages yeah. seem to we're just used to that now. Places saying we don't have enough employees. I mean, like, is that gonna that has to go away eventually, right? But right. I don't know. I said the same thing back in I don't remember what month. I think Seems it was like like a lot April. of that's taking care of itself. Yeah, a lot of it, but I still see these things like, like the hospital being a problem. I don't know what's yeah. going on with the hospitals. A lot of people quit, they said, which I can understand. They just got overworked. Right. And then and maybe that's the same with the pharmacies because I read about CVS and Walgreens having all these issues with long wait times and having a hard time keeping people employed. And, uh, you know. You don't see it so much at restaurants and stuff anymore like I did. Okay. Like saying half the restaurant is closed. Please be patient. Those signs on front of the doors, like, please be patient. We're severely understaffed. I don't see that anymore. That's going back to normal. Yeah, I've only really been out like maybe once in you know the last few months, right. but there, there was nothing. It looked, like, right. looked perfectly normal to me. The Church of Laszlo. So I think I know your answer to this one. Okay, please. Before I even ask it, but, well, it's actually two questions. I know your answer to one of them. The, the TV show that was great from start to finish. Though it didn't have a slump, it didn't end on a down note. And this doesn't mean because there's there's separate lists of shows that got better after you gave them a little bit of time. Sure, but show that started off good and stayed good all the way through. I I think I know what your answer is. More than gonna be. I assume you would probably say The Sopranos. I agree. It's 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 the best show of all time. Okay, and it it fits those parameters of being was great. Good first show from start to finish, and snow and the last show was great. I think I might know what Snow Cones is. I'm not positive, but I think it would be another HBO show, maybe The Wire, but it could also be Breaking Bad. I'm not sure which. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is but yours. The Wire is probably up there, too. So the ones that they ranked here, okay, like MASH. A lot of these shows, some of them I've never seen, and some of them were kind of before my time. I know MASH was this huge thing. I remember my parents, when I was really little, Watch watching it. the finale. Yeah. I remember my dad watched it a lot. And I, I, I remember it being a big deal. Well, it was kind of one of those shows that, you know, it, for the time, it is what it is. But it was much more, I mean, you know, it had this, it was much more Seinfeld. Not that it was, you know, it was zany. a comedy, but, you know, it wasn't zany like Seinfeld. But it was much more of like, here's the stories of these guys and it's what, and there's girls and it's what they're doing. Until they get out of there, right? And it's right. So it wasn't like uh, a continuing saga where you were trying to figure out what happened. Every show was kind of yeah, it was a self enclosed, right? It was like fulfilled that sitcom formula to a certain extent. You could watch it. Yeah, you need didn't need to watch each episode to have a good idea of what was going on. Uh, And I don't know, but. and I could be wrong. I'd have to ask my mom. But I, I get the feeling that when they watch that finale, I just remember thinking, like, you guys watch Mash. I wonder if they watched the finale because it was such a big deal, and maybe they had watched Mash early on, and maybe you know, maybe they'd never watched it religiously, or maybe they'd stop. But I just remember right. the finale being a big deal. But that one, I, I can't uh, speak on. Same with Futurama. I never saw it, and of course, I'm starting to hear kind of at the bottom of the list. But I know people love Futurama. Now, Breaking Bad is high up on the list, and depending on which list you see, every single season. I did see it number one on one list where people were voting right. um, for best from beginning to end. But it's definitely high on the list. Flight of the Con- Flight of the Concords, I never saw. Mm, I, I, know, I know those guys. I like that show a lot. I. It's fine. What? what okay, so I remember th- those two guys did that thing where they were one played the guitar and yeah. they. What was the show? What was Flight of the Concords? Was it like a was it a scripted series? What type I remember, thing? Like, no, yeah, it was it was scripted and it was they. 
were trying to like break it big in America, but they had like this, you know. Okay, and they were comedians. Manager, yeah. Okay, but it was it was on HBO, wasn't it? Or yeah, one of those? Okay, yeah, so yeah. it was definitely. It was on, on like two seasons, from what I remember. It, it was on cable for sure. Uh, a person of interest, I don't even know what that is. It sounds slightly familiar. And Fault, like a network like NBC show. I feel what like. was it? Uh, some of these are. There's quite a few. Uh, What'd you go on? What was person it called? Of person of interest. Sounds like something that I could totally see my dad being mm-hmm. like, "Hey, son, did you watch the newest person of interest?" Right. I'm like, "Dad, I don't watch it." He would right. do that a lot. He's like, "Did you see the newest uh, Malcolm in the Middle?" I'm like, "I've never seen it, right. Dad. I don't know." Uh, speaking of Malcolm in the Middle, by the way, that was one of the network shows that was on there. Faulty Towers, I saw on almost all of these lists. That's no a British idea. show, I think, and I'm I'm not familiar with a lot of those. The Wire on this one comes up as number two, and then. Um, or sorry, number three. Then Band of Brothers at number oh, two. Oh, people love that, yeah. And then Sopranos. Yeah. And Band of Brothers, I always get that confused with it. Because I know I watched it, but then there was also The Pacific, right? And, mm, I don't know. Uh, did you guys watch those shows? I no, remember thinking Band yeah, of Brothers was really right. good. Yeah. And then I remember thinking that there was almost like a sequel, but like I think Pacific, it was just a different Pacific show. Something. Yeah. I think yeah. it was a completely different show, and I just confused the two. But I did like Band of Brothers a lot. Now, for the flip side of the show that started off good and stayed good, you know, the best from beginning to end. What is a show that started off good and got bad? And and some people are even saying like, you know, they just, they gave up on them. It became unwatchable. Is there something that comes to mind? Well, We've Game all of had Thrones those shows. Started off good, got really good, and then just tanked. Well, at the end. okay, so in the in the very end of the last season, you know, you didn't like no, the, the last, last season? the last two seasons. Well, you really didn't like the last season. That was the worst. I mean, yeah, that was what you really, really didn't bad. like and that people complained about, but... I feel like a lot of the shows, at least that I saw on this list, it seems like they are shows that uh, you remember people talking about a lot early on, and then they kind of stop. But the shows just kept going. You're like, is that show right. still on? I feel like people say Dexter a lot. Dexter's on the list. So the well, first- Dexter that last season was ho- well. I mean, I didn't hate it, but like I understand that one. people hated it. But then they came back and kind of gave it a and better finish, it, yeah. right? Yeah. I'll yeah, say so True Blood. I like True, True Blood's at on first, the list too. My God, Never it saw got it. bad. So they start I'll Shameless. Just, Shameless is the first one. Like I watched that for five and it's one of those things where I don't know that it got like the acting didn't get bad, but people left that you liked. You know, they start to leave the show, the sto- and you're like, All right, well, I don't need to watch this anymore. I know Ooh, the last where I, I used to be like, When's the new Shameless coming out? Right. I need to watch this. I know Brooke loved it, her whole family did, it, and her complaint was that a lot of the characters um basically became kind of unlikable when they started off so likable it's like why does this person now have to be unlikable why is everybody unlikable? now the reason they give on this website is they just say that it, it they didn't allow the characters to evolve and change and but i remember hearing brooke talk to her sisters and her family about god you know why such and so and so doing this now like we mm-hmm. used to like trying to understand why this is happening man the last man on earth those first two seasons are some of the best tv ever and then it just got so so i bad. watched all of that I did watch all of it. And, of it course, I watched it later. So I was binging it after I think it was over. It might have still been putting out new episodes, but it was almost done, at least yeah, by the time I started really, it. Really and I know I was getting bored. I, but I don't know that I would say that those first two seasons were so great. They're I think they so had good. so many moments of greatness. No, they're so good. But I think that the storyline in and of itself, it was just him being funny. And unfortunately, they didn't really have anywhere to go with it. And there, there were moments, though, that would keep me around, even as things started to get you know, mm-hmm. A little less funny. Mm-hmm. There'd be big moments that brought me back. I was like, okay, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see that on the list. Glee, I never watched. Yeah. But I know that Glee was really popular. I thought people liked that show, but apparently uh, they got tired of it. I don't even know what Morgana is, so I'm just going to nope. s- skip that. Um, what was the one that you guys just said right before that? You said another one. 
Oh, Dexter, yeah, Dexter, because Dexter well, was on the list too. Prison Break, I remember that show. I remember them. I never watched stuff. it, but I remember that was like a network show, it was right? A big show. Though. It was not a, like a Fox show. I remember a lot of stuff at the radio station for Prison Break, but that seems like a long time ago. Mm, right. or, Orange is the New Black. I did not watch it, but I know people I loved it. it. And I don't. That is one that I will say I was surprised at some point when I was like, "That show's still on." And they're like, "Hey, there's a new season." I'm like, really? That show's still on? But I never watched it. So, but sometimes you can kind of get good. a feeling like people weren't talking about it as much anymore. Uh, so that's on the list. Um, oh, True Blood. That's the other one that you said, Snow Cone. It Never watched it. Laughably was bad. True Blood on Showtime or HBO? I feel like it was Showtime. Yeah, I think that because I didn't watch Dexter. I, I didn't have Showtime. And I think that's why I didn't watch a lot of those shows. And if True Blood was on Showtime, then that's probably why I didn't see it. Yeah. So there's some of those I just didn't see. And then later on, you go back. And because they didn't end, maybe people are like, well, you know. Then it's it's like I think sometimes those shows too have like a great finale to a season. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this could end it. And then they come back and when that season's not as good as the one before, it doesn't even have to be bad. Everybody's like, Oh, they should have ended it on that. So when I look at Dexter, like that last one, you know, we became a lumberjack or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're like, Okay. But the problem is the season before with John Lithgow. Oh, was that only killing his that was girlfriend? One season before the right, last season? killing okay. his girlfriend and the baby, like Dexter, being covered in blood. Like they could have ended it there. Yeah, Keith and you're like, whoa, because that I thought that, that season popular. with John Lithgow was, was unbelievable. Really yeah, it seemed yeah. like it was at its prime. Like you, was right? And then they came that. back with another season. It wasn't as good. I don't yeah. want to say it was like horribly stupid. Yeah, but you know, if the other one was a hundred. This one was fifty. But now you're comparing it to. A great season and you're yeah. like you know i think the same thing happens with game of thrones you could say like this is horrible but it's probably only horrible because the seasons before were better yeah they were so right. good yeah so the, the comparison Shep, to what you saw twitch that brought up the office which i i agree with that was one of my oh, favorite you know what? i did ever. not see that on the list when steve carell left it just it was oh i, I forgot I, I did ed helms it. take his place or yeah there was well they had uh what's his name robert california the uh robert california not james spader What's his name? Oh, it, it, James it was, Spader was in the was office? James, I can't remember the guy's name, but they had a few different people come in. But when I, knew, I rewatch it, I just start over when Steve Carell leaves. I can't do it. Okay, because I remember I knew Ed Helms was like, does, working in the office, and then over. did he take over as the boss for At, a while? Eventually okay. he does, yeah. Uh, Grey's Anatomy's on this list. No, I've never I, seen an episode. I, I have because I dated a girl who watched it, so I watched some of it with her. I don't really remember much of it. But isn't that show still on? I, I could have sworn oh. I just read something not that long ago about – it finally ending or something. That's one of those that you just, you think it's over and then you'll see something about it. Like that show is still going on. Um, arrow. I don't want, that's a superhero thing, right? I don't, I don't know what it is. Was that with, uh, I'm trying know. to look who's with, what's his name? Is. The guy that you guys don't like that. I do like who got hit with the, Oh, Jeremy, oh what's his name? Jeremy Renner. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Is that his I don't know if on Disney? I thought oh, that was could good. Be. I don't know. I'm looking at the pictures here. It looks like, uh, Ryan uh, Reynolds' wife. What's her name? Blake Lively. It looks like mm-hmm. she's in it. Mm. I, I, that does not look familiar. Some of these at least are familiar. That does not look familiar to me at all. I don't know what Arrow is. Um, this is one with uh, your guy there, James Spader, The Blacklist. And I do remember seeing trailers for The Blacklist. That was a network show. Oh, I don't know exactly it. what it was yeah. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But apparently it stayed on for way too long. They said it was good, and a lot of people just said they completely stopped watching it. Um, oh, weeds! I do remember you talking oh, about weeds. Weeds, weeds got, got really weeds stupid, got really and I bad. remember hearing it was multiple so good to start. That. It was amazing to start, then it got so so bad. Yeah, I've heard that. I think from just about everyone that said they watched that show was like, "Yeah, well, don't watch past this." 
It was really good for, what was it, like right. two seasons? Right. Maybe, maybe two, even more, three, three seasons. Okay. Yeah. It was really good. It was great. And then it just, everyone talks about how bad it got. Mm-hmm. Nip Tuck, I also Never did not watch it. that show, but I, I remember it being very popular. Uh, that 70s show I did watch. Never watched it. I don't know that I watched it religiously enough. My high school girlfriend watched it, so we would watch it. And I do recall towards the end, I think some people had left the show, but I I, I don't know. Maybe it got stupid. People said that it got bad. 13 Reasons Why, the Netflix show. Now, I don't Mm. know that I finished that. I saw that's one of those that I thought was going to be some sort of like teen miniseries and it would be done. But when I heard it came back, I remember Jeremy being like, Have you watched the new season? Like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not in for more. I just kind of, it was so popular with one of those zeitgeist thing. I wanted to see kind of what it was about. And I think it was during the pandemic, right? Because I feel like it was at a time when I was just watching. It could have been for sure. And then this show is somewhere near the top, if not at the top, a lot of these lists. On this one, they voted it as the third uh, best example of a show that started strong and ended horribly, which is House of Cards. I never could get into that. I've never watched one episode. And it's one of those things where people said I would love it. Everyone said it, but. It's, you know, it's one of those that you look at and you're like, oh, I got six seasons to get into. And they said it ended and they said it ended badly, right? That's another problem with shows Right, and people are like, back. it sucks. So it's like, well, now I got to start yeah, something that ends sucky. Right. Like, where, where do I stop? I think you watch the first two. You would love it. You would like the first two, and I think you'd stop Did there. you like it? Oh, I loved it. It was I great. tried watching it. My ex liked it that so good. show a lot. And I was a little late, but I did give it a shot. And I, same reason I couldn't get into Fleabag. There was a, it wasn't like br- breaking the fourth wall, or there's something there that was. Yeah, he breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, okay. So I think Fleabag did the same thing yeah, if we sometimes those shows and maybe there is a show like that that i've liked and i just can't think of it but i think that really? i have like a difficult fourth wall I, maybe for comedies i'm sure it's fine but like well, i know Fleabag's i know in fleabag it bothered me huh Fleabag's a comedy is it supposed to be a comedy yeah. boy okay i didn't know because honestly <laughs> i watched one episode so i thought it was supposed to oh, i don't I even it. honestly remember what i thought it was supposed to be i just knew that it was huge and i was late to that they've got dexter at number two on this list mm-hmm. of shows that are off, uh good and ended bad and then number one is a show that i recall watching the premiere of with you you and i watched it as it premiered which means that we were living together yep in seattle and they'd been talking about this show i think it was because lost was so huge already and it had established itself and so they were kind of selling this show as like a new version of that you know this is gonna you're gonna have to watch every episode and it's gonna be huge and it was heroes and I, I remember that, oh, that being was a very good show. popular for a that short was really time, popular. and it yeah. went downhill. Like the yeah. popularity, and I don't, I don't even remember know why. To be honest show. with you, that was a good show where yeah. those people didn't know they had superpowers. Yeah, what happened? Was that that the- was a massive, massive show. I never saw right. it, like in pop culture like the Zeitgeist. It was cool. It was, huge. it was a great idea. Like when you watched the first, maybe I watched the first season. When you watched it. These people who don't know they have superpowers, but they have them. That's a cool premise. Yeah, and like, so whatever that girl's name was who was a star Hayden, of it. Hayden Pantanier yeah. or whatever, right? Oh, she oh, fell off the house role. and then yeah. healed herself and like, oh. Yeah, that was like her big What uh, is this, okay. right? I think that was the first time we and saw And a senator her. can yeah. fly. I remember like you couldn't escape that show. Like it was huge. No, and I think and there, there was going to be so much it. promotion for it too because it was sold as this like, Lost was so big at the time. And I think it was like, here's another thing like that. It's not a reality show that we'll all be talking about. Because for a long time, it was like the only shows that everyone was really talking about around the water cooler were Survivor right. and things like that. Those reality shows. So Lost changed that, and it felt like Heroes was promoting itself. Right, as, sure. It's going to be just like that. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but they said that by the last two seasons, ratings were way, way down. And so I don't know if they... I don't know what happened I don't to know it. if they had a conclusion to it. That's the worst is when... It's something that you invest all that time into, and then right. it just ends, and they don't even give you... Like, come on. It's like Netflix and all those networks. At least... I know you're taking a risk, and I get it, and, and this is a business. But for us, as the viewers, 
at least make us a promise that if you decide not to renew something, that you will let the writer, director, whatever, do a, an hour, a half hour yeah. to come up with something to say, something. here's how it ends. Just Even if it's just that half an episode or one episode, give us that. But a lot of times they don't. Well, well, I, I think really, it's I funny. Really, They're probably like, hey, if you invest all that time in it, how about you let the guy finish before you right. decide not to watch? Right, right, right. But you said it was so good, and then like we had one bad season, you all just turn it off? Right. Yeah. Well, now you don't get a finish. That's true. Yeah. You didn't let the guy finish his story. Yeah. I really like when shows like know when to end it. Like Succession right now, this is the last season. It's four seasons. It's not too long. Right. And it's an amazing season It adds so that, far. that scarcity to it that you know it's, it's fine. We've been wanting more, right? Right. And like, you know, the show that I was talking about that I don't think very many people watch, but Bloodline, and you watched it. Love Bloodline. Uh, loved it, but that to me was, it was, it looked to me like the, the person who came up with that show said, I've got an idea for a miniseries. And then when it worked, they were like, well, do another season. And when they said there was going to be a second season, I was like, what are you You're talking like, about? Be? Yeah. And I just assumed, well, it must be a whole new family, right. a new set of problems, and they'll just call it. But like, that I'm okay with, like True Detective, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Hey, True Detective's huge. We want you to come back and do another right. season. Well, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, it's going to be new characters, and, whatever, right. and we'll put it under the True Detective banner, which there's a new one of those coming, right? There is. Yeah, so with, uh, I'm yeah. fine with that. But then when you say we're going to stretch it out, which this brings me all the way back around to uh, Yellow Jackets. I'm now, I think, yeah. two weeks behind. I don't know. Did you? I am two weeks behind as okay, well. Okay, so you never watched the one that you said you'd watch? I guess I'm one week behind because... I think I'm two. And Lazo, did you, are you one or two? I got a one or two, but I got like three quarters of the way through one of those. And I was like, okay. You're done? Like when she showed up at the video store. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, and was saw like. Adult Van. Yeah. That's the last one I watched. I was like, I got like three quarters of the way through that. And she's like, it's happening again. Is it bad? I'm like, well, yes, it's bad. <laughs> okay, the last <laughs> thing I saw is like, it's really bad, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And how, I don't know where you live, but you're selling old video. Like, I don't, and people are coming in and like. Okay, I haven't got to not. The last thing I saw is when she walks in and you see Adult Van and then it goes to credits. That's the last thing I oh, saw. Well, oh, well, after that, okay, they start they hanging talk, out yeah. more. And, okay. and here's the Van deal. is selling old videotapes to uh, lesbian art. Fans, I'm not lying to you. And no, I'm it like, sounds right. Right, like just wait till you see this movie, and I'm like, all right, man. Like, I think the deal is last Van part- just moved to somewhere outside of Portland, and like nothing's happened to her. Hmm. She owns a video store. She's fine. Like, and those scars never healed. Like it's been 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> Last person watching has to watch it all the way to the end, and I think that's going to be Snow <laughs> So watching. you're going to give us those updates I week will. by week, my man. The Church of Laszlo. I saw this. It seems like the kind of thing that's right up your alley, Laszlo. And that is, uh, as time goes on, we change you know, what we call certain things. And, right. Um, that includes job titles. Okay. So there's jobs that have existed, and they change titles over time. Then there's also jobs that are you know new because they didn't exist like an app developer or a crossfit instructor or whatever thing you know social new, media new guru exactly exactly mm-hmm. so those those new I ones come along call. and this thing that i was reading they make it seem like because they think it's because these new things come along and that's always going to be happening that when you have a job that's been around forever like secretary you want to spruce it up a bit i always thought that the secretary thing they changed probably because it was so. It was associated with a woman's job for so long sure. that they thought, well, we don't want to call it that anymore. We'll call it an administrative assistant, and uh, that will, you know, 
at least for a little while, confuse people. And if someone says, I got a job as an administrative assistant, they'll go, oh, okay, sounds important. What they were saying is that, especially with startup companies, but that a lot of new companies do this, they, they come up with these ridiculous job titles. And the, the goal is to try and inspire people or make them feel important. And then, of course, there are some people who give themselves these important job titles. Sure. But they're making the argument, and this is where I thought that you would agree, that it does not make you look important or smart. It makes you look stupid and that you right. should cut the crap. Coming up with some of these ridiculous job titles. So okay, well, these, I guess it depends on which ones. Like some of these things that uh, a, a sales ninja. Now, oh, well, that's, that that's ridiculous, stupid. right? And no. I don't know. I've never seen that on a business card. Me neither. It sounds somewhat familiar, but it, it certainly isn't something I, I, not at this company at least, I've never heard of. I feel like of. sales ninja is some sort of program I buy. That teaches right, exactly. me how to be a better salesman. Yep. Like, learn how to close deals. Order yeah. Sales Ninja now. I sold $10 million worth of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, maybe some people say, like, I'm a Sales Ninja or refer to themselves that way. I can't imagine a, a boss saying that and who would looking, you say it to? we're hiring Sales Ninjas. That Hi, I'm seems Bill. Ridiculous. I'm a Sales Ninja. But some of these do sound a little more believable. Uh, brand Evangelist. I don't know why, but that does mm-hmm. sound. I could see someone saying, "Like, what's your title? Well, I'm the brand evangelist for whatever." You're like, dude, what? Right. What does that mean? I feel like they Just say brand it. ambassador. Right. I've never heard evangelist and brand ambassador. I'm sure at some point was also um, a new sounding. Yeah, thing. you don't You're hear like, it oh. very often, right? And uh, I feel like you did though for a long time, right? Brand ambassador. I feel like that was a thing. Maybe not. You don't yeah. think so? I, I felt like brand ambassador was a thing. I'm brand, but was it an official title, though, again? Or would it be something where someone says, he's kind of our, she's kind of our brand ambassador or whatever? I don't know if that's an official title. I don't know title. if that's all you do. Right, exactly. You could no, be, Are you also a salesperson and a brand ambassador? Right. Are you also like an administrative assistant and a brand ambassador? I don't know. Yeah, I could see you, your boss I don't know like, what you do as a brand, brand ambassador. ambassador. Don't forget, we're all brand ambassadors right. for this company. I'm not sure that exactly what see. you do. I don't either. A chief purpose officer? I don't know what a chief purpose officer is. I don't know what a chief inspiration officer is mm-hmm. either. But I like that one. But if we had one, that to me, if you got one of That's those, That's a guy who gives work. speeches in the morning. That's right. awesome. Coffees for closers. You right. does that, dude? Right. It's All like, you do uh, is call people out and yell at. I mean, that is a good job. It'd be like, what was his name? We're going to bite their kneecaps. Belfort? Is that his name, Snow Cone? Yeah. yeah what, what, like, if, if your job was just to do the speeches. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Just did the speeches. That'd be and great. Like, what's his job? He's like, well, he's the, I mean, he's the inspiration officer. Actually, he's the chief inspiration officer. Which means there's lower level inspiration officers, and those are the guys who aren't, girls who aren't nearly as good as inspiring you, inspiring you but they... Swing by your office and give you a pickup speech every once in a while? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Hey, Charlie. <laughs> I mean, that could be useful. Let's close some deals, baby. You got Don't this. forget, Chief's talking tomorrow, and then you're like, yeah, she's going to fire right. me up. Oh, Thanks, right, Sheila. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to close these deals now. Thank you. That seems more useful. I believe in you, Charlie. Social Love you, Sheila. Guru. And then that's it. They got yeah. like three of them. It'd be great. <laughs> right. Just constantly <laughs> making right. the rounds. Now, I don't know if this is true either, but mentioned secretary, secretary change to administrative assistant, at least according to this. They say that they're being referred to as office all-rounders now. I'm an office all-rounder. Office I think you should stick with administrative assistant. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like I get secretary. I'm like she just answers the phone. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're and then slur. office all-rounder. And a lot of these, I have to be honest with you. We've worked at this company for a long time, mm-hmm. and I don't want them to get mad when they hear this. 
but we have gone through some of these titles. Titles. Like, yeah. And whenever I hear do. a new title, like Chief Inspiration Officer, I'm like, you're the first one to get fired. <laughs> right. You Then when they create something, right, and it's like Chief or Vice President of Platform Initiatives, I'm like... You're the first Boy. one to get fired. As soon as we hear uh, there's been cutbacks, it's oh. always like, you know, chief innovator of, and you're like, that guy, that was not a real job to begin with. Right. We had a little bit of a surplus, so we're like, you think we could make money with a new guy doing this? And they're like, yeah. And then they're like, hey, we didn't make enough money. And they're like, well, get rid of that guy. Right. Of course, because we like, didn't whenever, have that guy for You never years. really hear him say, like... We fired the chief financial officer. Right, that no, doesn't happen. No, you need that's a real job. Yep, you need that. And so, and maybe that's why the I'm title. Like, I'm not sure that's change. a real job. What would you do? Would I answer to you? Right. Who would answer to you? Who do you talk to? Who do you send emails to? Do they matter? All those people. I'm like, who's are you? Like, congratulations, boss? because I don't think you're doing anything. Well, that's the good right? thing for that's the good part. But the bad yeah. part is, if you're really not doing anything and there's nothing to do, your days are numbered. Yeah, it's just until they find something else. And not only that, but doesn't it feel like a lot of those jobs that didn't exist and suddenly do? And some of them stick around. You know, I think there's a lot of people whose job it is to be in charge of social media for a company, and they those jobs, have, some of those have stuck around. Not nearly as many as there once were, probably, but they right. did. But a lot of those jobs that felt like that just kind of came out of nowhere. At least there were rumors that those people were making a ton of money. You're like, wait a second, how much money is this person making? This job didn't even exist before. Right. And now this person's making more money than people who've worked at that company for however long. That's always, to me, another sign. Like, well, you're overpaid for a job that didn't exist. Again, good for you. As long as you know, I wouldn't be too confident about your chances of retiring from that company or whatever. Right. So I've not heard office all around her. No, but, but if they said, "Hey, whatever. we just hired it Kyle, like and he's going to be the office all arounder," I'm going to be like, "Yeah, in a couple of years, he'll be all around out of here." Right, but doesn't, saying, doesn't it sound like they get around? Like they've slept at the entire office? Uh, well, like that's not. Well, I feel like they're saying he does anything. Everything around the office. Yeah, but it yeah. sounds like she gets around or something. Well, I mean, look, I guess secretary they thought sounded uh, too gender specific. It was associated with being a woman's job. Then it goes to administrative assistant. Maybe they get to the point where, like, you know what? People have figured out that's also a secretary now. So you got to change it. I have it, and we've had them. I'm like, that person does more. Yeah, I mean... We have them, and I'm like, that person is... They do more. As far as I know, plenty of companies still have job listings that say administrative assistant. So I don't think they've all switched to office. And I think maybe they do give them more. What? More responsibilities? I feel like they do. Like, as opposed to, like, when you get hired for a secretary job, they're like, take my notes, answer the phone, Mm -hmm. Right. That's now called the front desk person, and the administrative assistant, I do feel like, has more duties. Well, my ex was an like administrative they, uh, assistant. Like, contact the employees more. Before, they never did. But now it's like, hey, here's these new things we're doing. My ex did it twice. Actually, I think I learned that that's what administrative assistant was because of her, but she had a job in Seattle as administrative assistant, and then one in Kansas City as administrative assistant. And she, I mean... It definitely seemed like she was a secretary. Now, that being said, she did. It's kind of like Mad Men style. She was working for right. a woman who was you know, a big, important person, and she was doing a lot of other stuff to, to help around that section of the office. But I think it was still kind of a secretary job. Now, I've also never heard of this. Director of First Impressions? Do you know what Director of First Impressions is? No. That apparently is your receptionist. Mm. Director of First Impressions. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Again, I... 
are people actually using that? I don't know. They talk about, too, how um, VP just got overused oh, yeah. forever. And everybody just started putting it on things. You know, I'm the VP of, I guess, first right. impressions. Regional vice president, vice president. I mean, the list of VPs is a lot. Yeah. And you're like, what? And And I get it. Like, in fairness, there are... There are probably times when it helps, and, and people want to have a job title. If you're not going to give them much more money or any more money, maybe I'm sure businesses, at least a lot of know what they're sure. doing, they say, if we give them this, it'll buy us a little time because they feel a little better, like they're moving in the right direction right. with their career. And you want to have that. But, you know, it's like anything else. If everything's racist, nothing's racist. If everybody's a vice president, then nobody's a vice president. Right. That's, That's the exactly problem. exactly what they talk about. So if you're like, about. everybody's a regional vice president, I'm like, well, then nobody's a regional vice president. and. Yep. I'm only going to answer emails from the president. Right. That's right? Exactly and you got too many the of them. So, and, and and it's also just confusing to people as to what it is that you do. Because so not only does it sound less impressive because everyone is some sort of vice president or regional president or whatever like you said, but the the more creative the names get, they said people just don't really know what the hell it is you do. And I mean, look, if if you actually called someone a director of first impressions, I could guess for a while, and I would not guess that you are the receptionist. No. And, you know, why do we get rid of the, the term receptionist? I don't – maybe you could argue that right. it's it's good and that people are like, oh, I don't want to be a receptionist. But at least in my mind, I'm like, what's wrong with it? Was you're right, a salesperson, right, no. you're a receptionist. And you're it feels like, you're, like that almost sounds condescending. Right. To me, it, director it, 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 of first impression sounds condescending. Like you made that up. It's not real. That's it. we know what it is, right? Like you know, it's like you're you're being too too cute for your own good. Like if you wanted to call them, I don't know what they say at hotels, front desk clerk. They, that was right. On here. You yeah, know, they changed stuff the name like of those that. too. Uh, I don't remember where that went, but they were talking about what they call them now, and they did change the name of those. But that's exactly what they said. Like, you want employees to feel important, or maybe you as an employee want to feel important, but the problem is you're making yourself sound kind of silly. Right. And if you say something like director of first impressions, then it, exactly what you said. It's condescending. When you say to me, if I meet you out somewhere and you say I'm the director of first impressions, I think you made that up. Absolutely, I think. I don't think anybody gave that to you, right? I, 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 and I think you made your own business cards and put it on there. And some people, I think, do. Which they talk about people doing that, and that's who they're telling. Like, hey, if you are the one who came up with your job title, if you're trying to come up with creative ways to make yourself sound important, you know, be a little more cautious because it might be having the opposite effect. Right, you're trying to make yourself sound important. You're making yourself sound less important and a little more insecure. I don't know, like, um, uh. Salespeople, right? What, what do we call them? Uh, account executives, right? Yeah, that sounds know. right to me. That that that's seems right. now. Also, though, I don't know. Has that just been around since I was a kid? Maybe that's what they were. Was your dad? Did your dad call himself a an account was executive? A he was just a salesman. Yeah. And what do you think? What do they call that job now? Do you think now they're called that? I'm sure. What a salesman or account executive? Account executive. So that that had that is one that's right. changed in over time. I'm sure. Like and that doesn't bother assistant. me. It sounds right. Right, if it makes sense, it's not I'm okay director with it. of first impressions. That's no, ridiculous. That is when we cross a line right. into. I'm with you. I'm fine with administrative assistant. When you get, well, to, I was a program director here forever, and then they changed my title to brand manager. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, it was yeah. like, hey, we want you to do more. Right, like not just pick the music. Like the whole brand is going to be yours, whatever that is. And I think they did that because you were kind of like at one point that job was really just what came out of the speakers. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we need you to also be 
cognizant and doing like what is happening with Facebook and right, like all these other social media platforms and everything else. You need to be just in charge of the brand. Yeah. Right? So you're the brand manager. Well, I think, Which to me would be the same thing as a brand ambassador, but you're not. Well, I brand like you're not manager, like like you don't make all the decisions, right? But as so an you're ambassador, just, you're also so as brand to, ambassador, like just the marketing director, and then why not just call it the marketing director? Right. Well, to me, because that sounds more real to me. As an ambassador, to me, that tells that at least implies in my mind that you are representing the brand to other people. Right. And maybe making them aware of the brand. Isn't that marketing one on one or, Well, through marketing, you can make people aware of the brand, right? But as, well, when, you, so. when you say ambassador, and I'm not saying this is what it actually is. I'm saying what it sounds like when you say brand ambassador. It sounds like you are going out there and you're representing the company at all times and making yes. people aware. And, and, and you're always... You're always working because when, anytime you're out, anytime you're talking to someone, you're an ambassador for that company. Well, I mean, aren't a lot of people in that sense? Ambassador to me sounds like what it is, an ambassador of a country, right? So you're representing yeah, I don't know. their interests. I don't really get it. When I was young, I got offered a job for Molson. Okay, the boot beer company? Yeah, and, you know, they were. I lived in Toledo and I did radio and the guy came in. and it, I guess it was a brand ambassador job. I was basically like, we're going to give you, you know, this amount of money. And then you're going to go to these bars, and when you walk in, you're going to have this card. It was a business credit card. You're just going to buy people Molson. That's all you have to do. And I don't know. I know they had that for cigarettes and stuff, too. Yeah. But I don't remember him calling it brand ambassador. It was just kind of like, I don't know. But I bet today, okay. So but yeah, I bet today, today, today that's what it would be. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think that's what you do. Yeah. I don't know what we call snow cone. Because producer, as far as I know... I don't even know if that's been updated. Mm -hmm. uh, I, if, if anyone has any ideas, they're welcome to share. Also, I'm curious what your job title is, and you can tell us on Twitch. Where, uh, you can watch us record the podcast every day at twitch.tv slash church of Lazlo every afternoon. So join us there and tell us, because I'm very intrigued by these job titles now that I've seen popping right. up. And some of them I and think And some people are saying jokes. the brand ambassador thing is different because you're using your own social media right. to promote the, someone the else's product. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so that's like you're endorsing a, a company but almost. It, or, but can you be a brand ambassador of several products? Maybe. Because, or is that just an influencer? Yeah, but so you like, can, can be you a be a brand ambassador. ambassador for, you know, whatever, Budweiser and uh, Levi Jeans? I'm their brand ambassador. You do both of them? Well, or are you just paid by Budweiser only? I'll bet or you, Levi I mean, Jeans what a, only? Would a celebrity who does commercials for multiple companies... On TV, would they be considered brand ambassadors, right? Maybe. Yeah. I guess so. So then they can do they do beer commercials and gene commercials right. and whatever. They do more than one. So is Shaq a brand ambassador for the general, the general and, and whatever the, that whatever icy pizza hot place and yeah, icy yeah, hot mm -hmm. and whatever Reebok or and whatever else gay. he does, right? Yeah, he's a brand Papa ambassador. Papa John's is he things. a brand ambassador for all of those? I guess so. Because they didn't call it that before. I don't know how long they've been using that term brand ambassador, but that is definitely one that I've heard. I'm familiar with that one for sure. Some of those before others, like he was ninja, uh, before so sure. he was a celebrity endorser. A celebrity endorser. Yep, exactly. That's what it was. He was doing commercials. It was a celebrity endorsement. He was a celebrity endorser. I guess now maybe he's a brand ambassador. I don't know. And Snowcone is the Snowcone could be in a way the director of first impressions because he sets up the Twitch and he's supposed to be responding to people on social media, right? So that they contact if they reach out. Then mm. he's the producer and coordinator of first. And I don't know. I have to. Mm. I have to kick that one around for a while. Until mm. then, well, we'll let you uh, go to uh, 
twitch.tv slash church laszlo and you come up with snow cones uh Ooh, job title. title yeah whatever his job title is you come up with it the church the church of laszlo What's going on we're gonna doom scroll my man that's what we're gonna do time to do the mm. news um big big uh election news i guess today i don't know if you guys heard Judging by the looks on your faces, you either didn't hear or you don't care. But there's pretty big election news today. I mean, we know who some of the candidates for uh, what year is it going to be? 2020. What year is it now? 2024, right? So Trump is official. Uh, Nikki Haley's official, right? She is that the one? Am I getting her name right? DeSantis is not official. There's a couple of them. Uh, And now, yeah, as of today, Biden officially Put out his video and he's running for re-election. He said that he would, but there were a bunch of people questioning whether he would or should or could because of his age. But yeah. I, I never – it seemed to me like would. from the beginning that it seemed like he was saying he was going to. And I, I believe that he was – if he thought he could, he was going to do it. I didn't think he was going to, um, to be honest with you. I didn't think that he would, honestly, because I thought that he might just decide, you know what? I don't feel up to it anymore. I, I don't know how old he is, 81, whatever. But I, I don't feel up to it, and I'm not going to do it. But here we are a year away, and he's officially launched it. So he said he was going to, and he's going to. I don't know what that means. If, are there going to be other Democrats who try and primary him? Will they that have a usually shot? usually doesn't happen. Right, but, but in this case, because maybe. I, I don't know. And also, someone around him must be telling him, you would think, hey, look, here's who we know who's running on the other side. Uh Here's what we think your chances would be. You know, yeah, it's not like people are flying a lot of Biden flags and wearing Biden T-shirts and all that stuff, but they're happy to have some return to normalcy after Trump for four years or just some quiet right. calmness. So m- maybe they think like, hey, you know what? The truth of the matter is we think you could easily win this thing. It, well, they must it, think it, you yeah. can or so, at least have an idea. Yeah, so just do it. Maybe we'll talk about that. And Danny Masterson, remember him? He's back on trial. And I heard... Because he had a hung jury that first time around, the That 70s Show star. So they and get we, to do it again? They have to, yeah, they get to do it again because it's not like he was um, exonerated or anything. It was just a hung jury. But I heard this time I love that, that. the trial is going to be different. What if they don't get their case? Yeah. Sometimes they'll do it three, I four know, times. I know, and I hate crazy, it every like, time. Like, right, and I'm not saying he's innocent or not. I just hate the idea. Like, you tried me once, and you didn't get a conviction. I, I don't see how that's not double jeopardy. Well, But I know they'd explain it to me, and lawyers would be like, well, it was a hung jury, and it's not... An acquittal, so it's not double jeopardy because we need people to actually judge. Like, but you did, and you have a job to do, and your job is to get twelve jurors to convict me. The defense has a job to do, and that's to get one person to hold out, and they did. Why am I going again until you get? Because you'll keep taking me until you get twelve jurors to agree with you. It's ridiculous. Well, they'll also they they can change their strategy. The prosecution can sure and this time around they did. It looks like, or I don't know if actually the prosecution did or if the judge is just allowing it. But this time around, I heard they're going to allow expert witnesses on Scientology. So and I thought, hey, is Tony going to be to me testifying? one of the things? And now a lawyer could correct me, but I believe one of the things is that you can't bring up the last case as a defense attorney. Because I would say my my opening statement and ending statement would be, this case was tried, it took a year and a half to try, and it was a hung jury. That means at least one person, and from what we know now, seven people on that jury said not guilty. They heard all the same information you're about to hear. And now the going to try again. Yeah. Right. And now they're going to try again. If seven people, just like you, heard all the same information you're about to hear, and said, we have reasonable doubt, then you have to, too. 
Well, the thing that gets just me is when they do it, and sometimes they might do it twice, and they, they get a hung jury twice, and then they go, all right, we're not going to spend money and time doing this again right now because we've already had a hung jury twice. It's going to be hard to get the public support. Right. But they don't promise, like, we're not going to try this again. So then it just hangs over right. that person for years. And, and they may never retry it, but then sometimes they do. And it's like 10 years later, like, all right, new evidence? No, just going to give it another shot. Basically, right. it feels like I got some free time on my hands. This one seemed quick. I mean, it did not seem like that long ago. We're talking months, like five months ago or whenever it was that we were talking to our friend Tony Ortega on the podcast right. about this trial, and now he's back in the courtroom. So we'll doom scroll coming up next. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on? We're doom scrolling. All right. All right, so the big news yesterday, uh, you were gone, but Tucker Carlson out, yeah. uh, Don Lemon out. And yesterday, the news broke sometime, I don't know, around like 1030 in the morning that Tucker Carlson was done at Fox News. And there wasn't really any information except that he wasn't coming back and Fox News had thanked him for his service. But it wasn't clear if he was fired, if he decided to part ways. Everyone kind of assumed, I think, that he must have been let go because the last thing that he said on Friday show was, I'll see you Monday. So if he was planning on leaving, he certainly right. wasn't planning on any sooner than that. Now, it seems like the media is all just referring to it as him being fired. Carlson anchored the network's highly rated 8 p.m. hour, the top 3 million viewers on an average night. During last night's show, the network acknowledging Carlson's exit. I wish Tucker the best. I'm great friends with Tucker and always will be. Private texts and emails from Carlson emerged, including messages from the star anchor, criticizing Fox executives, disparaging former President Donald Trump, and expressing doubts about some on-air claims about Dominion that were made on Fox. The popular host is also being sued by former Fox producer Abby Grossberg, who accuses both Carlson and Fox News of creating a hostile work environment. Okay, so all that stuff about Dominion is what was being brought up yesterday. Is this because of Dominion? Is it because of those texts that we saw during the... Remember when Dominion uh, was, when the lawsuit was going and they started deposing everyone, there were texts from Sean Hannity, Tucker Mm -hmm. Carlson, different people that worked there saying things like, we can't run with this, it's BS. And they're just talking about how the election denialism was a a bad idea. And then I think, I don't remember who was saying what. One of them was like, we need to say, we better say it or we're going to lose viewers to our competition. You know, OAN and Mm -hmm. what's the other one? Newsmax. Newsmax, yeah. Yeah. so that stuff had leaked during that. I say leaked. It didn't leak. It came out during all that stuff for the Dominion trial. Yesterday, I saw there were a lot of different outlets talking about Tucker Carlson gone. Is it because of Dominion? We've reached out to Dominion for a comment, but they don't have a comment. Like, well, I wouldn't expect them necessarily to have a comment on his dismissal. They probably can't. But now today, right. But now today, it seems like more outlets are leaning on the, oh, yeah, Almost as if they forgot about this other lawsuit against him by that former uh, producer. And we played clips of her, I don't know, whenever she did an interview. I think she did an interview with NBC a month ago, a couple months ago, however long it's been, where she talked about it being a hostile work environment. She said, I don't know if you remember, but she said that things got so bad she called like a crisis management line, like one for you know abused okay. spouses or whatever. Just talking about how it was a terrible place to work, and so she was suing, and she worked for Tucker Carlson, and she's that lawsuit's ongoing. So now it seems like they're talking more about that and maybe that having something to do with it. Is it because they lost all this money in the Dominion thing, and now they don't want to lose more money in a Tucker Carlson lawsuit separately for this? You know, who knows? But – I did see last night people started sharing on Twitter this video from – they were saying it was a few months ago. 
I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what everyone seems to be saying. Did you guys see the clip of him on the podcast where he's being interviewed by a podcaster talking about, you know, as I get older, uh, I just start to realize how much I'm, you know, kind of been a part of the problem. Like that when I say things, I, you know, my, my, my words can have consequences. And like, you know, give us examples. He's like, well, you know, like I defended the Iraq war, you know, for a long time. I defended the Iraq war. Like why would, why did I do that? And I know younger generations, you all are more aware of this idea that like, you know, these things that you say can, 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 can have a big right. impact on people, or whatever. But it's taken me a while. I was very confused by it. And honestly, what people on Twitter were saying, look, it's him saying a while back that he's already having a tough time kind of coming to terms with who he is as a Fox News right-leaning anchor or whatever. I'm like, no, I listened to that whole thing, and maybe he is, but it also sounded like he might be saying he's not conspiracy enough at times. So I didn't think that it was as cut and dry. Okay. When you preface it with, Tucker Carlson got fired, now look at this video from a, a few months ago. It all makes sense. Okay, if you're putting those two things together, but if you just watch that video in and of itself, I'm not positive that I even know exactly what he was getting at. And I'm not positive that he wasn't saying maybe that he wasn't conspiratorial enough. Because at one point in that interview, he said, like, you know, people used to question things and we'd say, oh, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist or whatever. And I'm mad that I used to be that way. And I'm thinking, okay, so are you talking about the Iraq war specifically or are you talking about in general you wish that? I don't know. So I'm guessing that this all has something to do with Dominion and the lawsuit, but... Uh, that's, that's all anybody's guessing, and there's no evidence yet because that. Fox hasn't said why they're doing it. He was their biggest show, which is what we thought. To me, when you see if, what you just told me he said, that that is a simple side with Trump. Trump said over and over again the Iraq war was a mistake, that, mm. you know, the Bushes were idiots. Like, mm. You know, he wouldn't have done it. He said it over and over and over again, and people followed him to that side, mm -hmm. uh, like Tucker Carlson. To me, I think Tucker Carlson is so far into the Trump camp that, and Trump continually bashes Fox News now, I think that they think they have to get somebody who's not going to echo the sentiments of Trump, or else they're going to be dead in the water. Oh, see, I thought, I wondered see? if it's because because those text messages were released to the public and we saw that he didn't agree, you know, mm -hmm. some of those people didn't agree with Trump. If they stay on at the network and Trump does, you know, get this campaign going, does get reelected, whatever, that they're afraid of losing more viewers to the competition. I think they're afraid of losing viewers say, because Trump will take them elsewhere. Right, exactly, because Trump, because Trump will say, like, Tucker Carlson, F him, he talks trash yeah, on me in those text messages. Text messages yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Or is it because of this lawsuit by the producer? I don't, I don't think really that's think it. So, but right, I think know. it's that they think Trump will take listeners elsewhere, and if they don't have people who will stand up against him and sway those voters, and they're, I think they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So if you're just echoing Trump, you're a Trump guy, you're a Trump guy, and then Trump gets on TV and says your network sucks, you don't have any point of differentiation. Right. Nothing. And you've got these you've got text nothing. messages, which could be enough for Trump to say. But I think he already guy. has. Right. I don't know what he said specifically. Right. Since he clearly doesn't he, like him. He and Sean yeah. Hannity are such buddies. But yeah. I don't remember exactly what the Sean Hannity texts were. I'm, I'm, there were multiple texts from people that worked there that all came out within a couple of days. Maybe it was all the same day. And I don't remember who said what now. I, I seem to recall Tucker being the one that was like, we can't run with this, can right. we? Right? Yeah, he said a lot of disparaging things about Trump. Yeah. Well, but didn't Hannity too? I think so. It's, and Hannity's supposed to be like his, yeah. his guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
Joe Biden, he's in the news because he made his official announcement for uh, re-election. He's going to campaign for re-election. He's running for a second term, and he put a video on the Internet and everything. And this is our moment. This morning, Joe Biden is making it official, asking Americans to give him another four years. Let's finish this job. I know we can. Freedom, personal freedom, is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. The president does not call out his Republican opponents by name, but he takes them on. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. So democracy depends on it, folks. Have you heard that one before? Democracy depends on it. You gotta get this guy reelected. It's one thing that every election for the last however many years has been. Democracy depends on it. It's the most important election. It will be. Not Always. just it's been the most it's important every, every lifetime. Time. It's going to be. It's I don't see how they'll time. ever get more it's important. The most important thing in the world. Ones in the future. And I'm not saying that they aren't Nothing's right. totally Nothing's ever mattered until now. But it, the way that it's been sold, like future ones, there's no way that they could be as important no, as this one right now. Here. This is the and you could one. say, no, that's not what they're saying. They're just saying that each year it becomes more and more important or each election cycle. And okay, whatever. But when every time it's every it's me time. or but you know what you look back at the history of presidential elections and the truth is you had the who you know when someone gets a phone call at midnight whatever that was the 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 girl with the flower petals and the nuclear explosion in the background mm-hmm. that's it's not like it's a new thing to say right. hey it's me or you know I'm not saying death but you know right there's a mushroom cloud over there and I'm guessing you know it's probably not something I think you'd like to a see. lot of times it can be hyperbolic. I do think there's one coming up. If you get more conservative Supreme Court justices, you're done. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, you're it's done. already. But I mean, you're already there. Point. But you got to hope some people retire. Right. And you got to hope that you can even the court. If you're not able to even the court, and there's another four years of Trump, yeah, mm-hmm. and he gets to put one to two more Supreme Court justices in, it really could be. I know it sounds crazy, but it could be. Yeah, it, it's, it's, if it's not the most important, it's well, up there. I think the fact if he gets that, to put two more Supreme Court justices in, they've then already, they're, they're the way of life. If you like that way of life, congratulations. If you know it bothers you, you're in trouble. Yeah, and it, you, it already worked. I mean, they they warned people against this when they said, "I don't really like Hillary." Okay, yeah, but what about the Supreme Court? Right. And and so to those people who were like, "Yeah, but whatever." Right. I feel like you got the evidence out. Look right. at what's happened. Here it is. Those things you're like, that probably won't happen. It happened. Right. Look at the people on the Supreme Court. Right. Look at that picture of them. It wasn't there. a time where you could just, you know, there was a time where a conservative or a Democrat could win. He didn't really know yeah. what the judge was going to do and how they would rule. That's not the case anymore. And, to, you know, and that is different than 15 years ago. Yeah. That is different than when Nixon ran against Kennedy. It is more important now because you know straight up this is how it's going to go. This is going to how this is how it's going to go. Yep. And before it ever gets up. right. Well, I mean we, obviously with the exceptions of the things like uh the Jack Daniels versus the dog toys, but we're talking big picture stuff no, here. The yeah, big ones we know, we know what they're going to do and we're scared. Now, I will be honest with the the Mifepristone thing, I was scared. I didn't know for sure. Right. The whole thing seems so ridiculous to me. Just the basis, the idea that this federal judge had said, "Yeah, the FDA should have never approved this." I did the way that that was explained to me. You could say it was just explained to me by too many people in the liberal media, but it just didn't make any sense. So I was a little worried, though, that the Supreme Court might say, "Yeah, well, it doesn't have to make sense. It's about being anti-choice or pro-life or whatever." And so that's that's why we're going to go along with this federal judge. But they didn't, so that was good. Uh, Brian Koberger. Is that his name? Boy, I haven't mm-hmm. said his name in a while. Brian yeah. Koberger, the suspect in the Idaho murder uh, killings. How many people were killed? Four? Four. 
or people. Boy, boy. So did you see Snowcone? You've been following this case, or yeah, you did. Yeah, not so much lately, but yeah. Well, there was big, uh, big news today, uh, last night. Uh, I think it was today, about the upcoming trial. So remember there was a girl who lived on the first floor, and she survived. Yep. So then I think the... Bethany the, Funk. There you go. He knows her name. Mm-hmm. So the people that were killed lived on the second and third floor. Does that sound right? Or was it just all on the second floor? I think they no, said in this, the second, third floor. It was second and third. She was on the first floor when they released all that stuff in Discovery, the warrant, and mm-hmm. there was information about her seeing him, right? Or she, oh, that's she saw a different someone, girl. Oh, she, that's a different girl? Yeah, that... Uh, the girl that saw him walking towards she him and closed the door? Floor. That was Dylan oh. Mortensen, I want to say. Okay, so I thought this was the girl that had seen him. At some point. But anyhow, this girl survived. She's the only one who survived, There's right? There's two that survived. Who lived in the building? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, then this girl's one of them who survived, and I'm glad that you're here. Brian Koberger and his attorney have basically subpoenaed her and said, you're going to have to testify mm-hmm. in court for us. We want you to testify because for some reason, we don't know why, they seem to think that she could help hmm. exonerate him or help his case somehow. No one that I've seen has, has come up with any type of decent That's speculation really as weird. to how or why. But I did see that the prosecution is saying, like, this shouldn't be allowed. I don't know why it wouldn't be allowed exactly, I don't, but I'm not yeah. a lawyer. This morning, one of two survivors of the Idaho College murders fighting back after suspect Brian Koberger's legal team subpoenaed her to testify. The survivor's attorney calling the subpoena improper, saying Koberger's legal team has no authority to summon her for the preliminary hearing. Koberger is charged with murdering four of her friends in the early morning hours of November 13th. The victims found on the second and third floor of the home, while she was on the first. So maybe that's it just because it's a oh, preliminary so it was, hearing? So that was the other one. Okay. So it was the girl I was thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she didn't see anything. She was on the first floor didn't see anything or hear anything from what I know. The girl on the second floor who survived saw him, allegedly. Okay. God, I, so there was two girls that survived? Yeah. Okay, well, anyhow, I, the only thing I can figure, when they said that it's not allowed, maybe because it's just a preliminary hearing, but I assume that uh, when you go to trial, trial, that if you say, hey, I want to call this person, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know how that works. All I, I'm very, very curious about what his defense is going to be. Yeah, I have no Because idea. no one has any idea what his defense is going to be. There seems to be a lot of evidence, evidence against him. Yeah. But and I did hear someone actually just within the last week talking about this idea of well, you know maybe he was seen around. It seemed weak, but for him to just say I didn't do it, I'm innocent. I would assume he's not going to testify, but mm-hmm. that's safe to assume in most cases it like is. this. So what's left is what will his defense be? And the only thing we know so far, other than now wanting to call this girl to testify, is when he was arrested in Pennsylvania, he had that lawyer up there temporarily to mm-hmm. deal with that, mm-hmm. and that he. Told that lawyer basically, I'm pleading not guilty, and that I, he, the lawyer might have even said back then that he told them, "I'm going to plead not guilty or I'm innocent." I don't mm-hmm. recall which. They've just been that. That was it for a long time, and then eventually it was like, "Hey, he's going to go to going to go to trial," and he says he didn't do it. How? Yeah, there's a lot of evidence I, from what we've seen. Right. When does it start? There could be more. We haven't. We, how long? I mean, uh, I think preliminaries in June. Okay. When did it happen? Was it two years November. ago? November. No, it was, it was November, November of last year. year. Yeah. Okay, God, if you told me that that was if that 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 happened at the end of twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one, I would have believed you. Seems like a long time, but I guess it's because we talked about it. I mean, they, it was in the news every single mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. for how long did it take to catch them? Uh, it was like a month and a half or so. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Like maybe eight weeks, somewhere around there. Yeah, and it was people like, like, oh, December. they're not going to catch them. It's like no. 
It hasn't been that long yet. Yeah. And then after that, it, things kind of quieted out, and now we're not hearing much anymore. Yeah, so. it's waiting for preliminary. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back, finish Doom Scrolling. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Finishing Doom Scrolling, my All right. man. A 20 year old Colorado woman was killed after a rock was thrown through her car windshield. Apparently, there was a string of uh, incidents where rocks were thrown at cars. And anytime I hear that, I assume that it's like an overpass, right? Those right. stories that you've heard. There was one, a story that I know because I've seen it in true crime things. It happened in Detroit. I yeah, want to say it was like course. in the 80s. And they, they, I think they threw it off of a bridge. But then the guys who threw it, if I recall correctly, actually went up to the girls whose car had been uh, hit. And they were like, oh, what happened? And offered them help. So the mom, or the, the, one of the victims, called her mom and said, hey, you know, our car got hit with a rock or something like that. But these guys right. came and they offered us help, so they're going to help us out. And it turns out they were the ones who threw the rock. In this instance, when they showed the video of where this took place, it looked like just a long stretch of country road and there's no bridge there. So they're not sure if the rocks were thrown from over, like in the ditch off the side of the road, or if they were thrown from a passing car. I would assume, just based on what it looked like, it, I would think it would have to be from a passing car. But this one girl uh, hits her windshield, and she swerved off the road, and she died. It's not clear to me whether or not she died from the accident after swerving off the road or okay. if the rock hit her and that caused okay. her death. This morning, four Colorado police departments are trying to find out who's behind a dangerous rock-throwing spree targeting multiple victims and killing 20-year-old Alexa Bartell. Authorities say Bartell's car veered off the road after a large rock was hurled at her windshield. The incident that we are investigating is, in fact, a homicide. And then you wonder the person who did it, like, was it a kid? Did did they think this might kill someone? Because it could be that somebody perfectly aware of the danger and they're like, yeah. I mean, look, people murder people, so it's possible. Right. But whenever I see a story like this, I I assume that it... It's probably a, a teenager who a wasn't thinking things wrong, through, yeah. right? And like, oh, we'll throw this rock, and, and it'll then it mess kills up their someone, car, and you don't think it's going to kill. And someone. that's it. It's just going to be vandalism or whatever. And now, and they, I mean, I think it's safe to assume that these police departments—they look like they're pretty close together. They had several of these incidents happen close together, so it's probably the same people doing it, or the same person doing it. But this girl was on the phone with her friend when she when the car got hit by the rock and the friend who was on the phone with her just said that the, the line she was talking and then all of a sudden the line went silent so she didn't say that she heard the uh, accident she just said that the line right. went silent and that was it i don't know if you heard the news but uh i'm having a bit of a mandela moment today because mm. i really thought that we had talked about harry belafonte passing away a couple years ago mm. a year ago but he just passed away 96 years old um People know who Harry Belafonte is. Maybe sure. they don't. I don't know, actually. We have sad news just in. Music icon and civil rights activist Harry Belafonte has died. Belafonte's spokesperson said he died of congestive heart failure at his home in New York. A child of Caribbean immigrants, Belafonte turned out hits like Deo and Shake Shake Sinora. Mm. He turned that fame into a successful career on screen. He became the first African-American to ever win an Emmy and won a Tony Award for his work on Broadway. He also spoke at civil rights protests and rallies and helped organize the March on Washington in 1963. Harry Belafonte was 96 years old. You like Harry Belafonte? I mean, sure. Did your mom listen to him? Seemed like a nice guy. No. Oh. Did you ever listen to him? No. Mm. You? I kind of like some of those songs. I must have had uh, like a Greatest Hits album or something. Like the... 
Is it Angelina? Angelina, Angelina. Okay. Please throw it down. I think a lot of those songs were about being out at sea and stuff, and I didn't understand what a lot of it meant, but I thought the songs were catchy. And of course, I would guess that a, a large swath of Gen Xers and young millennials were probably introduced to him from uh, Beetlejuice, right? Because I think they used... I've never seen it. Song. You've never seen it? I've never seen Beetlejuice. I think they're making a sequel, but that's another one of those things, too, that, boy, I thought... seems like they've been talking about that for a long time, and I don't see any trailers for a sequel, so I'm not positive that that thing is being made. Danny Masterson is back on trial. We mentioned this earlier. His first trial ended in a hung jury. That was like five months ago. It was... It didn't take them a year or two or three or four to right. decide whether or not to take him back to trial. I guess they must have known immediately. And we talked to Tony Ortega, an old friend of ours that we've yes. known for like 20 years, on the Toxic and Problematic podcast during the trial, the week of the trial. So whenever that was, or I think it was the week of the trial, he was there. He'd been following it every single day. And, um, of course, you know a lot of the stuff that, I, well, I would say most of what Tony has covered over the years has been... Um, Scientology over the last 15 yeah, years sure. or however long it's been now. He's ended up in those documentaries, the HBO documentaries and the Leah Rimini documentaries and all that stuff. One thing I thought was interesting this morning when they were talking about Danny Masterson's new trials, they made it sound like this would be different because this time around the judge was going to allow expert testimony on Scientology. Opening statements began the rape retrial of actor Danny Masterson, the former That 70s Show star is accused of raping three women between 2001 and 2003. The retrial comes five months after a deadlocked jury led to a mistrial. So the presiding judge is now allowing expert testimony on the Church of Scientology, of which Masterson is said to be a member. If convicted, he faces up to 45 years in prison. I mean, the way mm. she said that, like, the judge is now allowing. Right. Are she saying, like, right now that's what's happening as we speak? Or it sounded to me like she's saying this time around the, the judge, judge is allowing. Why didn't he allow it last time? I don't know. Maybe they're like, hey, uh, I don't know if it's, is it the same judge? Do you get mm. a new judge when you have Hong Jun? No idea. I don't know. But, boy, I'm with you. That's one where when you're in the, the, the defendant's seat there. Right. You're like, why you're do you keep like, doing this? I hope we get a, a, a hung jury. Like, if you're a lawyer saying, let's just pray for a hung jury. Right. Then you get a hung jury. Then what you're really hoping is that the prosecutors are like, yeah, we don't feel confident taking this thing back to trial. Sometimes they will say, we've seen documentaries before where the prosecutors said, we've decided we will not seek to. But it's rare. It's right. rare that they actually come out and say, we've decided that we're not going to uh, retry this person. They almost always either say, we're going to do it and we're going to do it as soon as we can. Or they say, we don't know. It's still on the table. Like, right. And I understand Forever, that part. Right. but. I guess you I just don't see how it's not like, double jeopardy. God. I really don't. I mean, if you got a majority of people, if it, let's say the eleven out of the twelve were like, "Hey, you know what? He's guilty," and then you got one who's like, "Well, I'm not saying that he's guilty." I understand that that's, those are the rules. that's different than being exonerated, right? Those but, matter, but those are the rules. What are the rules? I mean, that should. I mean, that's what I don't understand. Those should be the rules. That's if one person like says no, then it should be not guilty, or you shouldn't be able to try me again. You, the rules are: you got to get eleven or twelve people to say he's guilty. Right. If not, then there's reasonable doubt. I mean, how can there not be? But they're like, oh, it's just one person, so we'll try him again, and we'll try 12 new people. There should and then if that doesn't work, limit. we'll try 12 new people. I mean, come on. I do think there should be some sort of a limit. I also don't understand, what are those... Um, limit should be one. Prove your case. What, That's your job. What are those backup Right, find the truth. For? You couldn't do it. When they had those, like, when the Alec Murdoch trial ended, they brought in the jurors, and then oh, they yeah. talked about bringing in, oh, we had the alternate juror because we had yeah. to relieve one of the jurors. So those other jurors, those alternates, I don't know how many there are in a yeah. trial on average, 
But they sit there, they're watching the trial, right? And then yeah. that way, if one of the jurors gets dismissed, yeah. they say, okay, we're going to bring this person in. Right. Now, if you, and I'm asking this question because I don't know. If you're going to the judge and you're saying, hey, we can't, we're, you know, we got one person back here. And this one person. They can't just, get dismissed you, for that. Right. No, I know. But if they said, uh, I mean, I would hope that you couldn't get dismissed for that. I don't that think would be bad. Can. But if you said, like, this person's being unreasonable, he's not listening, he's causing a ruckus, whatever, I just wonder, is that a way that they could try to, well, we didn't dismiss him because he, uh, you know, wasn't agreeing with the rest of the jurors. Well, it was maybe. because he was causing a problem. I don't know what the rules are with those alternates. Right. And I also don't know, it. maybe there is a limit to how many times you can try someone, but I don't think so. I think if, the, if it's hung jury they can just keep doing it and keep doing it seems it, unreasonable it was weird too because with the um the danny masterson trial they acted like they really thought that he was going to be found guilty even though this right. stuff happened a long time ago that you had a lot of witnesses and wasn't someone involved from it was uh one of the people who who accused i don't know if she was actually one of the official accusers though but wasn't it the guy from mars Volta's yeah mars Volta was cedric's wife and, and was she part of this she was, that, I don't know if she was one of the was three, one but of the she people? was an accuser. Okay. And he had to testify. Well, if he testified, then she must have been yeah. one of the accusers, yeah. right? So, And I don't remember how long it took last time either. Uh, and I also don't know who that expert is going to be that's giving the testimony on Scientology. I was like, well, for, for Danny's sake, I would hope that it's not someone like Tony Ortega or Leah Remini. Well, I'm sure I mean? they will. They're going to let testimony right, do. Then right. it's going to be one of those who people who are an bad. expert, but... You know, as we've seen over and over again, Scientology will throw money to have another expert. The defense is going to be able to call an expert then. Sure. And have people come in who say they're part of Scientology, right? Yep. And that they don't do any of this stuff. They don't know what these people are talking about. It's religious persecution. I mean, they'll be able to do that. Did you see the viral video of the guy being arrested by police officers in Arkansas because he pierced his son's ear? Mm -mm. All the tweets just said, this is, you know, police overreach. Look at what the police are doing. This guy is in trouble for piercing his son's ear, who's, who's a minor. Uh, they don't say, at least in the articles that I read, they did not say how old he was. It's made, made it sound like he was a teenager, yeah, but they didn't give an exact like age. Like 14 or 15. Maybe. Yeah, somewhere around there, like in high school, because there was a school resource officer. So that's where this whole thing starts, apparently. is Everyone sees the this video go viral, I guess, yesterday, day before, and you just see this guy being... Uh, arrested and kind of you know fighting with these police officers supposedly over this ear piercing like well what the hell is going on here well i guess originally what had happened was a school resource officer said that this kid the son he had heard the son at school saying my dad got drunk put me in a chokehold and okay pierced, well that's different and pierced my ear <laughs> right and pierced my ear so these he alerted you know other cops or whatever i don't know if he was an actual cop or what but alerted the police so the police are like we're gonna go check this out if I get the story right, the police go, they talk to him, they leave, but then they get information, and I assume that this comes from other people in the department or whatever, and they say, hey, you know, uh, they this guy did break a law. Even if the son is saying now, hey, I wanted my ear pierced, his dad still is not supposed to do it without a license. So you can't oh. give tattoos or piercings without a, a, a license, and it's actually a class d felony or class okay. three felony something like that but it was technically a felony so when they come back the police are like all right listen we do have you did break the law and we do have reason to talk to you you're not talking to us you're not cooperating with us so we're going to arrest you seems like that's where that tiktok video kind of picks up is once things have already been argumentative for some time what are y'all doing Why are y'all doing for what you're a little one piercing, okay? He was not unlocked. Ha 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 ha! Body art without a license. 
This is ridiculous. Piercing his son's ear without a license. Takes four cups. Coming into my house without permission. He got a pierced ear by his dad. I wanted my ears pierced. cuffs on this boy for nothing. Look, you can see how this thing now, could go wrong. Say, so many why ways. did the kids say that originally? About him getting about Show his dad being drunk and he put him Don't know. Don't know. But also, what if this? So what if the kid's joking around in front of his friends, like, "Yeah, my dad, you know, it hurt, but my dad just got got drunk and put me in a chokehold and you know, pierced pierced right, my ear he's for trying me. to make it tougher, right, trying sounding. to sound, make it sound like you know, I guess. Like or are they like, "Why'd you get it?" And they're making fun of him, and he's like, "You know, well, my dad did it. He got drunk, and put me in a right chokehold." I mean, there's several reasons why he could do it. He was drunk. He could also be telling the truth and then scared of his father once the cops came. Reportedly, or the cops come to the, the house and he's scared his father yes. is going to go to jail, so right. he recants hey, his story. I I mean, the piercing. Right. Plenty of different reasons why he could be lying or telling the truth. Exactly. And so the quote was here, according to the article, uh, the person heard him say that his dad was drunk and put him in a chokehold and shoved the piercing in his ear. So got that part right, right? Now, I'm with you. You could say when the police get there, I wanted the piercing because you're scared. You don't want your right. parents to know that you said something bad about you. You don't want your parents to get in trouble. You don't want your dad to go to jail. But also, as the police, if someone at school hears this and they say, hey, I heard this kid saying that uh, his dad got drunk, put him in a chokehold and pierced his ear. We need to send someone over there to do a, you know, like, well, like, let, let's make sure everything's okay with those kids and, and that dad. And they go over there and the dad's like, I'm not talking to you. And I'm, again, I'm just hypothesizing here. But he's like, right. what are you doing here? This is ridiculous. I'm not going to talk to you. And they go back. And I'm like, listen, we didn't really get an answer. And someone says, well, I, I'm worried about this kid I'm, because of stuff I've heard him say at school. And they say, well, there is this a law is that he broke. I think like the defund the police thing was smart. Right? And I think they it was just such a bad name. They should have called it Refund the Police. Reorganize, Refund. Yes. Like, you know, like it's a good thing. Because certainly, the police probably aren't equipped to deal with this. And I'm not saying they should be, right? Like, right. What, where's Child Protective Services? Where's a social worker that can go in and check out the house and see if the kid is in any danger? What's the house I'm look like? I'm shocked that like, it wasn't a social worker. Like, why are the cops, you know, I get the cops going over the first time. Once a dad gives you a hard time, you're like, hey, look. You know, we're not equipped to go in there and, you know, start arresting people. So send in Child Protective Services and a social worker and see exactly what's going on in the house. We've got a complaint that there was child abuse. The complaint is the kid told the resource officers, dad put him in a chokehold and gave him a piercing. We went there. We can't prove it or not prove it. The kid's saying it didn't happen. So send over a social worker. Send over Child Protective Services. I don't understand. Like, why are we still doing this? I, I'm my, the only, like, hey, he did break the law, so let's charge him with something else. Everyone knows that's stupid. The only part where I differ with you a little bit, I guess, is I'm surprised that when a resource officer says that either this kid told him or he overheard this kid saying it, I'm surprised that they don't send a social worker. Like, that doesn't seem like a yeah, police right. matter at first. Like, hey, listen, you know, um, well, you need I to think talk police, to your if son. They say there's child abuse going on in the house. The police probably go over. Yeah, I guess. If, if they right? Think and then like I think once right they now. get there and something's not right, then, you know. Uh, no, but instead the cops go over there to talk to him about allegedly piercing his right. son's ears. And then they try to investigate the matter further, but the dad refused to let them talk to the son, which at that point, I think you're like, hey, why, why isn't he letting us talk to the son? Maybe there is right. something going on here. Maybe we should be worried. And said, you know, I'm not going to speak to any officials. And I don't know what officials means. That could be that they're social workers at 
you know, right. they wanted him to talk to as well. So then, you know, they come back and then the prosecutor's office, whoever's like, listen, you, we, if we need to investigate this further, if we're worried, here's how right. we get him. He was, he was performing. What, what did they call it? It's like performing body, body art, without, art a without a license. Yeah. yeah which is a, uh, uh, felony. And see, he was booked in the Washington County detention center, later released on you a, a felony? bond. I don't know. No. Yet. I don't just because I think if you, I mean, I think shop. it's obviously you own a shop, you don't have a license, mm-hmm. and you're doing it. That would be that to me. That's fair. Yeah, people yeah. probably get sick. You know, there's probably a lot of uh, things you it's have to go through thing. and yeah. sign up. You know, and make sure that your place is clean and all those other things. Yep, I, I totally agree. I thought the same thing. It's if you're running a shop or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're doing it without yeah. a license. That's bad because it is a risky thing in the right, sense of that you, know, you can. You get really sick from this, and it's right. a, kind of a procedure that's going on. So that's why we have these safeguards in place. Same with why we have food safety inspectors and all that stuff. Speaking of which, by the way, uh, Pennsylvania, did you guys see that teenager who worked at the grocery store? There's grocery stores in Pennsylvania called Giant. Yeah. And um, of them. he worked at a Giant store, mm-hmm. and I guess he was taking needles, like sewing needles, and sticking them into food, like um, oh God. yeah, like oh. Hostess cakes. Shoppers and stuff. in Lehigh County, beware! State police say a worker at a giant in Lower Macungie Township put sewing needles in several items, including yeah. bagged vegetables and individual tasty cake packages. State police say the teen will face charges. That worker has since been fired. Okay, bagged vegetables, wow. individual case. Tasty cakes. I saw someone say that he's putting them in sponges too, but I don't know if that's true. But that's just that to me is one of those old urban legends you hear about yeah, Halloween. Yeah, really but you don't think no one's really putting needles in food. And again, kind of brings us back to the rock through the windshield thing. The kid who's putting these needles in bags of food does is he dumb? Does he not realize no, how I serious think that's this even is? worse than the rocks? I know people are going to really? call me crazy. Yeah, because I think. The rock thing, it, at least you could say, I thought it was just going to mess up their car. Vandalism, yeah. If you put a needle in yeah. a Twinkie, you're, that, you're, there's no, bad. like, I thought he would just look at it and be like, whatever. No, you know that they're going to put like that. Right. There's no other option there. There's no other, I thought it would just hit the hood of their car. Right. I thought it would scare them. This is, no, it's going to, they're going to swallow it and hurt themselves. Yeah, and it could be real bad. That's right. that's way worse than putting an attack on teacher's chair. At least then you just get poked in the ass. But to, right. the idea of like having to, you know, you oh, bite sure. on a needle or if you swallow it. Right. Oh, my God. Like that kid should be in a lot of trouble. But also knowing absolutely nothing about this kid, they didn't say anything about the kid. Just imagine you guys are parents. You think oh, you your, know, kid, your kids are good, yeah. everything's going fine. You, you, you know, you, your kids seem like they're smart and mature for those. They don't get in trouble. And then something like that. They get a job and and well. suddenly the police are at your house, you're like, huh? Like your son put needles. Now at that point you're thinking, who talked them into this? Who what what friends? Because you won't think it's your kid's idea. You, you think somebody convinced him to do this, but who? Why? And I thought my kid was smarter than this. Yeah. I can well, I mean, two things. Or Everything's going good. Your kid's fine, and he bites into a Twinkie oh, right. with a needle into yeah. it. Right? Lose my Way worse. Yeah. yeah. The Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. All right, what's going on? You've got kids in school. I do. Uh, what would you do? I mean, I know you'd be upset. What would you do if you found out that Republicans in your state had this bill and it was and it passed that said uh, the schools have to offer prayer time. Now they're not saying that you're gonna we're gonna lead you in prayer, but you have prayer time. But also the schools have to post the Ten Commandments in school. 
I mean, again, we always say this, but it's like the party of small government just right. constantly mm-hmm. uh, amazes me with uh, more rules about pushing this stuff. I thought on about you. that. Like, what could you do? I don't know. Other than just be really mad, obviously you could try and get people motivated to them. vote and all those things. But you, you sue you, them and you have for you know as much money as you can. Yeah. And you have the ACLU represent you, and you take it to the Supreme Court, and you got to be that guy, and you know you don't settle for less, right? right? You make it such a big deal and such a sum of money that it never happens again. Yeah, because whoever decides to take that case, if they think, you know, if these lawyers somewhere think, well, we could get this to the Supreme Court, they know that the person whose name is on that docket or whatever, the people that are pro Ten Commandments right. at school are going to try and ruin this person. Exactly. Absolutely ruin their life. So, I don't know if you saw the story, but this is real life. The Texas Senate pushed through a pair of bills that would bring religion back into public school classrooms. One bill would allow time for students and staff to pray at school. The other would require the Ten Commandments be posted in every public school classroom. The Ten Commandments thing. That's insane. It's just... I, I'm still in, like the Ten Commandments at courthouses, you know. That's right, it's unreal. Obviously, always really bothered, me, always really bothered me. But I don't know. There's something extra weird about it with kids. I mean, of isn't course. one of them like you know, don't cheat on your wife? It's like, why are we putting this in schools? I'm just looking through them now. The Ten Commandments. So yeah, adultery, right? Uh, I don't know if this is right or not, but the first one says, "I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me." So no other gods, yeah, except right. me. Now he doesn't say right there the Christian God, but I heavily implied, I think, since it comes from, uh, well, I don't you know, know do God the, or false idol, right? Yeah, right. Then uh, the second calf. second commandment: You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. That's, oh, that's the, the false, false idol thing. That's the second one. Number three, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Still a little bit of ambiguity there about what is taking the Lord's name in vain. I'm not exactly sure. I guess it depends on how religious the person is. I know that when you first started in Kansas City, Lazlo saying, God damn it, people definitely said that was taking the Lord's name in vain. I always thought that was weird because you, you weren't trying to damn the Lord. Right. You were asking God, but maybe it's like, hey, don't waste God's time. Is that... Taking his name in vain. Yeah, it's for your own purposes. Is that is that so that like I you're mean, using? Well, that's God not true because vanity. then that would be like you know Joel Osteen praying for money. Right. I mean, certainly the majority of people who would say you shouldn't take the Lord's name in vain, they they would they seem to say that saying God damn it is an example of taking the Lord's name in vain. I don't know what other ones are, but I'm sure there's plenty of them. But you're not supposed to take the Lord's name in vain. Then the next one, remember the uh, Sabbath day and keep it holy. So that's supposed to be, I mean, you know, Saturday or Sunday, I guess, depending on. Depending on your yeah, depending on your, I, I guess it depends on when your calendar starts, right? That's. I think like the Seventh day Adventist. Right? Yeah, because there's. And then in. I, I think Jewish people, it's Saturday, right? That's Saturday's the Sabbath, is right. it not? Yeah, I think it is. Laszlo's our uh, Jewish cast member here. I mm-hmm. think Saturday's the Sabbath. Then, so you got to keep that day holy. Remember to tell kids in school this. Such a weird thing. Then the fifth commandment, honor your father and your mother. We know that one. 
right? I think they mean your literal father and mother. You're supposed to honor your parents. Okay. Uh, you shall not murder. All right. That one's a law. That's another thing that always comes up when we talk about the Ten Commandments being in front of a courthouse. Like how many of these are actually laws anyway? They're not murdering is definitely one. But again, it seems weird. Don't commit adultery is number seven. That that's the one that seems odd to me for kids because I got to assume that like none of these kids, maybe in Texas, some of these kids are married. I don't know, but I would think that <laughs> I would think that most or all of them are well, not married. Well, yet, setting so. them up for future. future, right? Getting them prepared. These are the rules. Right. But that seems like call me crazy. That's what church is for, right? You go to church and they'll set you up for the future there. Well, of course, and, and get you squared away, depending on whatever religion your parents decide you want to be or whatever religion you want to be. So don't commit adultery. The number eight is don't steal. Okay, that one's a rule, too. Then number nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Yeah, don't lie. Just don't lie. I mean, specifically, that one to me has always sounded like, uh, you know, don't lie to get someone else in trouble. Don't lie to help someone else out. And just don't lie. That That's the ninth one. And then the tenth one, and possibly my favorite, don't covet your neighbor's house or wife, right? If you look over there, the grass is always greener. That's a sin. If you think, man, I wish my wife were as hot as my neighbors, that's a that's a sin. You're breaking one of the commandments. If you think, man, I wish my house were as nice as my neighbors, you're breaking one of the commandments. It's a weird thing to put in school, not just because of what's contained, but for so many other reasons. But it just seems, I mean, how hard a, a bridge is it to build for people who are Christian who say, I think it's good to have the Ten Commandments in school. We need some God back in school. Maybe that would stop the school shootings. To those people... How do you not see how this would be a bad thing if it were not your religion that the school of were course. putting into those hallways? And I guess you just say, I guess those people respond far too often with, well, this is a Christian nation, so it wouldn't be and it couldn't That's be. That's their fallback Which is just time. always, you know. Yeah, but it may not whole be. whole other ball uh, of wax, huh? It may not always be. It may not always be their fall. Oh, it may you not always a be a Christian nation. No, it I'm may not be right, a majority they, Christian, and yeah. then what happens? Right. But also just their idea because like this was founded I, as a Christian nation. It was yeah, supposed to be a Christian it was nation. Intended to be a Christian yeah, nation. it's intended to be a Christian nation. It's like, well, okay. Well, but it was certainly some debate on that one. I don't think you can right. just go ahead and claim that one as a win for your site, although you do it all the time. There's plenty of quotes from founding fathers that appear to yeah, it just wasn't. disagree with that. Yeah. That it, it that it just wasn't. But anyway, Ten Commandments in school. And I thought, well, I don't have kids in school, but honestly, I wanted to know what you guys would do if you found out that at your kid's public school, like, would you think about going to a private school? Would that cost money? Mom goes to Catholic school, so I know that you chose there, it, right? But sure, it's... but you chose it. Like, it's going right, exactly. to Catholic school. You're paying for it, whatever. Right. If you're just your your money taken out of your paycheck and your property taxes, they're going to pay for schools. You find out that you send your kid to those public schools, and suddenly there's religion there, yeah, like Ten like Commandments posted there. It's so well, bizarre. Right. No, I mean it's obviously. You would have an issue with it, with the exception of suing them. Then the other thing is that, you know, maybe you find the opposite happens. You know, Catholic schools become public schools. Right. And now, you know, you pay for secular schools. Yeah. I got to think somebody's going to open secular schools. Well, the, and there are, right? Aren't some of those private sure, schools? Sure, but like I'm Montessori? saying in Texas everywhere, if that's the case, oh, for Texas then I'm guessing if this law passes and it continues to pass in other parts of the country, then you're going to have, you know, as many secular so, schools as you do Catholic schools. Yeah. So it would just be the opposite. A safe space. Because we have, religion here. you know, so many Catholic or religious schools uh, because they want religion in the school, so you pay for it. So, yep. 
you know, unfortunately, while it's not constitutional, you'll end up looking like, you know, hey, we're going to pay for secular schools. I pay for my kid to go to a secular school. Well, I'm guessing the Church of Satan has probably already got I'm something in the works that. here where they're trying to get their 10 Also, I looked up, uh, you know, we've never really looked up using the Lord's name in vain. They're saying you're using his name like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Dismissively. Flippantly. Right, that's what's still going But also, oh my God, mm-hmm. would be taking his name in vain. Right. Or, uh, you know, thank you, God. Or using his name for anything. Right. It needs to be in the right context. Yeah. It needs to be like in a holy context. You can't do it flippantly, a, like about him. Like you said earlier, I think that's what that's saying is it's like you're just using it flippantly using or it whatever. Flippantly and in vain. Yeah. yeah, you're not, you're not giving it the uh, respect. Proper, the Hebrew word translates vain into empty, hollow, nothing, worthless. Yeah, so that's exactly it. You're flippantly or to no it. good purpose or to no good purpose. So I don't really know who to define like. I mean, if you are saying "God damn," slim fast. Yeah, if you really want God, like to if do you really something. mean it. Now right? that, that then might be against is. the rules too, though. I don't well, know according to this, that that's saying okay. I'm I'm saying asking God to damn something might also be against the rules separately outside of taking the Lord's name in vain. I don't know. It seems like the Bible does contradict itself a couple times. Is an eye for an eye? Is, is that in the Bible somewhere, or is that just? Something that I thought was Sounds in the Bible, the right? I thought it was in the Bible, but I don't know. So I, I don't know if you're allowed to ask God to damn something or not. Don't think you're supposed to ask—I'm just going to guess that you're not supposed to ask God to damn other people, right? Like, you see those those people, those religious people, Christian people on TV all the time, because I watch all this true crime, they say, well, I just hope he burns in hell, and I'm like— you know, I'm a religious person, and so I know where he's going. I can't wait. I hope he burns in hell. I think, are you supposed right. to hope for that, though? Or just let God take care of it? Are you allowed to hope that someone else burns in hell? I think you can. Oh, you can? I think you can hope. You're allowed to say that? Like, God, I, don't, I, hope, I don't think I you can say God. I, th- like, I, I think you have a problem when you say, according to this article, like if you say, you know, well, God will decide that. Let God right. sort him out. That part, you know, that yes. part is taking the Lord's name in vain. Oh, well, that is... You see what I'm saying? We're still talking about... Yeah, okay. I'm just saying in general... But I'm saying I think you can. I think you can pray for someone's demise, sure. Pray pray that they... I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway... Like, you can pray for my brother's murderer to be caught. Sure, yeah, I guess so. I mean, that would make sense. The person who's done something wrong, please guide the police and help them find the... Catch my brother's killer. And go to jail forever. Yeah. And then it's the burning hell thing I always think is weird. Like, well, I'm religious, and I know, and I'm, I know he's going to burn in hell. And I, I'm like, okay, well, look, and I get being happy about it, too, by the way, if you believe that, because a person killed someone that you care about, I totally understand being right. upset, but I just didn't know if that was one of the rules. I have no idea what the rules are. This is why, Laszlo, they should have put it mm. on the hallways, uh, public school, starting elementary school, all the way through high school. Maybe I would have memorized them when my brain was still a sponge. Are we out of time, Snowcone? Is that what you're giving a signal for? Yeah, we're out of time. Really? Better say something good about God. Yeah. Well, yeah, good show, God. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. You sure about that? I don't know. Are you they still listen listening? to all of this? I think, yeah, you're still listening. See? I told you people listen all the way to the end. I lost a lot of people. No, no, no. They're here. And you know why they're here? Because we've got a great deal for them, Laszlo. Yeah. MyTrick-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. You want to get high? Do it that way. <laughs> And, uh, what? I mean, how much you get, we, well, you want to get high, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get high. It's feel good. It's legal. You can buy it on the internet, and it tastes good. Get the Go Pack, 
Mitra-9.com, promo code problematic. Yep, just got a text. Why wouldn't you want to get high? Just got a text from a friend today. He's like, I'm running out of Go Packs. I got to get more. But he Actually, found that one. happened to me. Really? A buddy of mine who never did it before. He's yeah, like, I same. just ordered the Go Packs. You got a few to get me through. That's Dude, I got a text today. He Do we have any up. Go Packs here? We're, they're sending more right now. So we, we went sure. through them. We got to start getting more of them ourselves. Mitra-9, it's M-I-T-R-A-9.com, and then just enter the promo code problematic. You can get the Go Packs. You can get the seltzers. I've got a fridge full of seltzers, too. I do like those. I can use a couple of those. Just go buy it. It helps us. And we like these guys. Thank you.